on Global News Radio 640, and I am Peter Sherman. And if you're, uh, I don't know, if you've been on vacation and you just got back and you say, what's he doing there? It's because John Oakley deserves a vacation too. So this is the last of uh, last day of the week I've been on all week and will be on all next week filling in for John and um, having a good time doing it. Happy to welcome you. Uh, it is 6.05 as mentioned, and uh, we're seeing still some spotty rain showers in the area. But for the most part, if you're interested in what's going on downtown, we've got uh, some low clouds, some high cloud. It's sort of gray, but uh, not threatening. And the heavy downpour uh, lasted maybe 20 minutes an hour ago, and it's gone. So just saying. Uh, we're looking for uh, Julian Fantino right now who's going to join us, but um, I don't need him to give you a bit of a, a setup and a, a story that um, is, is unfolding really before our very eyes, and I know we have Julian now. So um, we'll, we'll get him on the line in a moment. But what this is about is uh, marijuana, cannabis. And it seems to me that um, this is the story that never stops unfolding because until this past Monday, there was no story other than October the 17th. This was going to be uh, a substance that was legal to use in Canada and that was going to be marketed in different ways by different provinces. And our province was going to have uh, some say 40, some say 50, but a small number, relatively speaking, of stores called the Cannabis Store that would be operated under the aegis of the LCBO. Gone! All of a sudden, Monday, we get uh, Vic Fidelli, the Minister of Finance, on the line. He talks to us and says, no, this isn't going to happen. We're going to wind up with, we don't know the number, but it will be in the hundreds of licensed retail stores, and anybody can apply. Uh, And that's how marijuana is going to be sold. But um, not until sometime after April. So in the period from October the 17th, when it becomes legal, until sometime in April, you're going to have to do it uh, essentially, I won't say mail order, by having uh, by submitting your order to somebody who's going to sell it to you and receiving it by, I suppose, courier or mail or some or personal delivery, whatever it happens to be. And uh, my attitude to that is, well, you know, it seems to me that a lot of those people who buy their their stuff from the guy are going to keep buying it from him until we get uh, outlets that that sell it to us legally at a storefront. He also said that if you're selling it now, if you're in the business of selling it now, stop. And he was very emphatic about that. I remember that clip that we were playing of uh, of uh, Vic Fidelli saying that. That said. There are plenty of stores operating uh, everywhere, not least in the city of Toronto, where you can walk in and buy the stuff. Let's welcome our guest, and uh, he's a frequent visitor to Global News Radio. Julian Fantino talks to us about legal affairs uh, pertaining to police and uh, more recently about cannabis because he's involved in one of the operations that uh, markets it. Julian, hi. How are you there, Peter? Great to be speaking to you. It's been a little while. Tell me what you think about what you've heard over the course of this week. Well, to, to begin with, the, the business that we're in right now is, is strictly medical, and, and that that's a different kind of discussion, obviously, but I wanted to make that point clear. Thank you. But but in actual fact, I, I suppose leaving it to the provinces to figure out however it is that they wish to, to proceed uh, has complicated things somewhat because there's, there is disparity across the country, although the federal legislation allows it, uh, on a federal level, as you well know, it now transcends uh, back down into the provinces and the territories. Uh, further to that, the complication is, is now further, uh, I, I guess, uh, amplified by uh, the choices that the various provinces are making. In other words, uh, allowing it to municipalities 
to to decide whether or not they're going to participate in the distribution program. Uh, so, you know, as the, the thing cascades, it becomes more and more complicated. And I guess most of us who are watching this unfold would have wished that there had been uh, better preparation, more thought, uh, more consultation, and more rigor uh, at the front end before all of this shook out as it has. Well, there are always unintended consequences, and nobody knows that better than a guy who's been chief of I don't know how many police forces and so forth. You've got that experience. Today, uh, we heard from Richmond Hill, just north of Toronto, Mayor Dave Barrow, who I know you know and I know, uh, has said, we're not. it's just not going to be legal. We, we, we will opt out of this. There's going to be no retail uh, cannabis sold in the town of Richmond Hill. We just don't want it that way. And uh, a Apparently, he has that right, although we don't know what the window of opportunity is for uh, cities and towns. Uh, and, and I think that uh, on the surface, it sounds fine that that's what the mayor and his council want to vote. That said, he lives next door to uh, the city of Vaughan. He lives next door to the uh, and north of the city of uh, Markham. Uh, he's not very much of a stone's throw away from Toronto. You can drive a little bit north of him and get to Aurora and Newmarket. And uh, it's foolhardy, not on his part, but for any of us to think that there isn't going to be cannabis in Richmond Hill. How's this going to shake down? How's it going to work? Well, it's going to be very difficult, too, because I believe, as I understand, the province has also indicated that if you don't opt in, uh, you also opt out of uh, whatever tax revenue may accrue. So uh, there is a a, a, a very definite uh, decision to be made, obviously, uh, as Richmond Hill has and Mayor Barrow and, and his uh, council. But at the end of the day, I think there needs to be some calculations made about what it is that they're going to, in the end, miss out on. Having said all of that, Peter, you alluded to it uh, earlier on, uh, there are already significant distribution points uh, virtually right across the country that yep. are, are absolutely illegal as we stand now. And You can and order it by mail, Julian, right uh, now. You, you, yes, you can. Uh, medical stuff anyway. Uh, there, there's a rigor and a process uh, involved there. And sometimes I feel that the legitimate medical users, those who are actually benefiting greatly from from uh, medical cannabis, uh, medically prescribed and so forth, I've been kind of left uh, in, in, in the caboose sort of thing while the train is moving forward. So there, there's an awful lot more work to be done in all of this. But, you know, we've gone through, uh, certainly I have in my career, uh, all kinds of changes to legislation, policies, and, and, and those kinds of issues, whether it was liquor laws or cigarette uh, or tobacco and and no doubt it'll happen here it'll take a while for all of this to shake out until i suppose uh, we learn from experience I guess that's true. And I was, I was thinking, you know, uh, I'm old enough and you're old enough to remember when we had parts of Ontario that celebrated the fact that they were dry. And what that meant, of course, was that uh, alcohol wasn't available in those towns, at least not in bars, not publicly. You could buy the stuff and bring it in, but they were dry. Well, it looks to me like we're going to see a bit of a repeat performance with, uh, with cannabis because we're going to have dry areas by dint of the fact that you've got municipal councils and mayors and Reeves and so forth that are going to say, we have one time to make this decision, and apparently it's forever. We're going to make the decision. We're not selling the stuff, so no retail outlets in our in our area. Are we going to witness um, 
essentially a replay of what we saw maybe 30, 40 years ago? Well, I, I think so, Peter. You, you and I probably remember when to go to a beer hall, you had a a, a women's entrance yeah. and, a, and a men's entrance, and the two didn't collide, if you will. You could meet them, you could meet each other inside, though. <laughs> yeah, you could, and, and, and it did happen that way. But anyway, I, I think I think on all of these points, uh, there's going to be, a, as there will for law enforcement and all of that, there will be a whole lot of adjustment, getting caught up, if you will. But, you know, the, the thing that I, I, I fear is that uh, organized crime being like water, always finding the course of least resistance. Uh, if we don't get our collective act together, we're allowing opportunity for those who will operate outside of the law to still do what they do and, and continue doing it at great profit. So uh, I would have wished that uh, the federal government had put more rigor into this, uh, gave it more time, as I mentioned earlier, and try and get more people on side so as we had a coordinated effort right across the country. It's interesting that you just said that, that the opportunity is opened by the fact that there are new rules to this game that are as yet undefined and that that opportunity extends to people who maybe shouldn't have it. And I and I was wondering, and, and it was it's going to be my last question because we're out of time, uh, opt-out means opt-out one time, but, but opt-out means an awful lot of other things to other people. And I would think that... Um, when god bless him dave barrow says we're going to be an opt-out town the message is if you're selling uh weed in richmond hill now you're probably going to be selling weed in richmond hill in a year well and, and those who want to access the product uh either legally or illegally uh, and and take the risks uh, if they're going to do it illegally uh, there'll always be that opportunity presented to them afforded to them and they will avail themselves of it. So uh, there'll be no dry anything, Peter, as you know, there never was with liquor either. It's true. Thank you so much, Julian. You're welcome. Have a good evening. You too. Julian Fantino joining us and talking a little bit about uh, these changes as they unfold and as they are revealed to us about how cannabis will be marketed in the province of Ontario. And uh, it's not as of October 17th. That's only if you uh, order remotely by mail or by courier, whatever it happens to be. We're talking about retail stores, and we won't see any of them till sometime after April 2019. I am Peter Sherman, and uh, you're listening to Global News Radio 640 in Toronto. Uh, stay tuned, because when we come back, we'll be talking about the CNE and what this strike that's going on on-site means to you if you plan to attend it. Uh, let's go and take a break. That our government will have appropriate rules and measures in place, period. The families and children, and they're the ones that are speaking out the loudest to us to say, please don't be a willing host, please don't let on that this is acceptable. 